welcome to today's Fun and Chatter. Today is Easter Monday, it's a bank holiday, and we are joined again with Amanda Carlin. Hello, producer Dave. Hello, Amanda. How are you today then? Well, I'm better because my back went. That's no good, is it, over the Easter break? Oh dear, that doesn't <laughs> sound good. It's no. always the way, isn't it? You have a holiday, an official holiday, and you're ill. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's, uh, yeah, sorry to hear that. I hope you're feeling a bit better. I am. I can sit up and I can do this, so I'm happy. Um, yeah, how are you feeling now? I feel much better, thank you. Yes, I can sit up and um, take part in this, so I'm very happy. That's good. Well, at least you're not having to jump around, and so at least you can do this sat down. <laughs> Yeah, that's very good. Yeah, I, I keep getting coughs and sneezes and things, but I think part of it is just life in general. I mean, we've got, because um, we're in quite a rural area. Yeah. And obviously this is springtime. You've got a lot of hay fever kicking off. Yep. So you've still got all this sort of the natural world um, nature going on as well. So you still get your your coughs, you've still got flus, you've still got colds, you've still got hay fever, you've still got just general life that's yes. going on that can that can sort of run you down and, and get you as well. So that's, that's the problem. If you are trying to look out for, for coronavirus and not any other symptoms that are happening, it, it's so difficult. I mean, obviously if you are concerned, the first thing to do is to um, call 111. Yes. And speak to the, the NHS uh, that way. And then at least you can talk through your symptoms. So yeah, don't don't suffer in silence. And if you are really concerned, you know, talk to someone, don't just sit there going, oh, it's, it's, it's nothing. Um, if you, if you have history of, um, I don't know, hay fever, and it fits that then obviously just take the the prescribed medication and if you get better fine if you don't um yeah if you are in any doubt uh phone treble one and, yes. and talk to someone good advice um, yes can't afford to lose any more listeners can we <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so look after yourself you know keep well um so we are on episode eight. Yes. I didn't think we'd actually get this far. No, amazing. So it's a bank holiday, like Friday. Um, we're doing a short show, nothing too big. Uh, we've not got an interview today. Um, and I hope you did enjoy Friday's interview. I did. We got quite a few positive feedbacks from it. Quite a few people enjoyed it, so that's good. Yeah. We have, but we'll do some talk about stats a bit later on. Uh, so I think we'll just get into the the news, the news and updates. Um, for me, the first one is the call for scrubs by the NHS. Uh, this is mainly for uh, secondary uh, workers in the NHS that wouldn't necessarily be issued with PPE. Yes. And they are things like workers, um, care workers, and various other practices that are around the NHS care system that are not directly linked 
um, and obviously they're having difficulty getting hold of because obviously the priorities have shifted slightly. So they NHS have asked for 2,000 uh, sets of scrubs to be made. Uh, patterns are available and if you get in touch with now this is the email address so it's covid ppe uh, like as in personal protection equipment so it's covid ppe at cpft.nhs.uk and that's phonetically that's uh, charlie papa foxtrot tango dot nhs dot uk and if you make sure you use the word scrubs in the title so they know what it's referring to and they will probably either tell you what they need and send you instructions i know there's plans out there for for making for how to make up the the, yeah. the scrubs themselves uh, i believe you have a couple of items to add to the news and updates thank you david yes i do um, the government have announced that furloughed staff can take up farming jobs to help with the shortfall in resource on British farms whilst the coronavirus pandemic is ongoing. Um, they want, they've got thousands that they need to recruit. And yes. they're after a land army. So this is good for furloughed staff so long as their contract doesn't forbid it from happening. Mm. So. Yeah. Um, check contracts that could help with your 20% in salary that you're losing yep. and also self-employed people um, whose contracts have dried up that's not a bad thing to look at for now well we knew that was going to happen that farmers were saying that they're obviously they have the issue of bringing in migrant workers seasonable migrant workers for for the the summertime anyway yeah. because obviously a lot of countries that they would come from the borders are now closed yeah. and movement of of people across europe is, has uh, stagnated and is causing a lot of issues so it was certainly mentioned or raised a, a couple of weeks ago that there was going to be a massive need for people to become farmers uh, well, to become pickers for, for, for crops. So it was certainly something that was raised. So it's interesting that they've actually gone ahead and, and done it and actually made it um, made it happen. Well, I think it's good news for our area. It is. Yeah. Seeing as that, that most of it is all agricultural and, and crop crop based. Yeah. So, yeah, good for, for the, the local economy. I think so. And I think people might have a, a a sudden appreciation of how much work the the migrant workers do actually do. I think I think so. Yes. I think there's going to be a massive realization as to uh, how much we take for granted. Yeah. But yes, that's excellent news that that's happened. And I think yes, you're you're really looking at uh, bosses who are furloughing the company and just allowing the staff. You know, even if it's in their contract, just get it in writing. Whatever, yeah, whatever you do, make sure you get it in writing that yeah. your bosses are happy for you to do this. Um, if it contravenes any of your, your contracts, but yeah, make sure that you have anything in writing, an email or something that uh, has given you permission to do so. So at least you've got paper trail. That's that's one thing I've uh, learnt in my my career. Always get it in writing. 
just yes. a, a phone call yes or no doesn't doesn't come back when it um when something's gone wrong later on um, no absolutely so make sure you have it official um it just keeps everything simple then okay anything else you have you got uh police issues uh yes cambridgeshire can Re are delighted they say that so many people stayed home and heeded government advice over the Easter weekend, but they were disappointed to have to issue 19 tickets to people for blatant breaches. So that's not good. They've actually yeah. used the word blatant. Yes, I've seen a few news articles where people were deliberately um, ignoring the police instructions. Mm. and even assaulting the police that's terrible you know and it's just i'm not gonna it's it's that mentality of i'm just gonna do what i want you can't tell me what to do and it's just it it just doesn't it's just not sinking in with some people anything else from you um i don't think on news no okay i know there's other things you want to mention yeah. Okay, so that's that's news and updates for today, and we'll have a look at the the stats as of this morning. Uh, the, the stats were always a day behind because it takes so long to to get the information through. Uh, so we always get um, the stats as of as of the previous day. So as of today, the number of cases in the world is just over one and three quarter million so since friday that's gone up almost half half a million new cases uh the number of cases in the uk is 84,279 that's an increase of 30,000 since friday and the number of deaths sadly has now as was mentioned has tipped 10,000 with 10,612 and that's gone up from 6,159 on friday so that's Scary. four and a half thousand deaths and obviously we've got more to come uh, i think the fluct the numbers are going to fluctuate for a little while uh, so we'll just have to just keep watching keep listening to, yes. to the uh, the results but yeah it's going to be a while yet <laughs> this they're talking about um extending the, the lockdown and whether that is a surprise i think people are, are naive to think that the lockdown is going to come to an end very shortly because uh, while the deaths are still going up <laughs> there's there's no it's not going to happen i do think that we could end up living a very different life after this mm. I, c I can see it it will if take a while to to go back to what was normal it will. so uh, yeah it's so that's it and we're now we are now sixth in the league tables of of countries we've gone up a place we have and i said that would happen yeah so here is as i as i mentioned here is the the top 10 number one spot is usa uh, spain is in second place italy in third France in fourth, Germany in fifth, we're in sixth, China's in seventh, Iran's in eighth, Turkey's in ninth, and Belgium is tenth. Wow. And that's 
it's not a not a top 10 chart list you'd want to hear anytime but that's where we are at the moment our our number of cases this is my number of cases identified and i know that we are still vastly underestimating the number of cases that have been identified in the uk so we are probably a lot higher but germany is well ahead of us at the moment so i think even if we add other other cases to it i don't think we would be as high as germany yet Um, but that may come but what's interesting that they were talking this morning um they were saying well why has germany got a different um death rate um and there's 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 a lot of people sort of comparing our country against other countries and what they're saying is basically you're trying to compare apples and pears um it's not a case of this data is matching this data because the viruses are affecting different age groups and what they're saying is that in germany it affected the a lot of the younger groups because a lot of the people that had gone to the skiing resorts so they were in their younger younger age brackets so they got the the case the coronavirus they came back and they've mixed with their groups so you've got a higher number of people but at a lower age so that there is a lower level of mortality within those groups so you've got higher figures but lower death rates now in the uk you have a difference and in america you have a different you have in america you've got um different cultures different groups different ethnicity uh so within those groups as well and it's it's affecting different people and different ages so it depends on where the outbreaks are happening and who is it actually affecting and that has a big effect on what groups or how many people are, are dying so you know so you can't just immediately say oh well they've got a lower death rate what are they doing differently it's because it's it's happening in a different way it's behaving differently and affecting different groups so you you can't just compare country with country no absolutely not but you know these numbers are staggering yeah and savoring it and is yeah so, so it was easter day yesterday yeah and so I, I tuned in to Archbishop, the Archbishop of Canterbury doing his live stream, which was absolutely gorgeous. And there was, some, there was something about it. When you go to church regularly, you have a church family because you're connected spiritually. Yeah. It, it's really strange how you're all connected, and it's a beautiful thing. But actually, being able to watch a live stream there were no distractions. Mm. You know, you could focus on what was being said, what was being delivered. And then I was thinking, if I was at church now, I would be hugging all the people around me. And that's a really nice thing to do. And the thought of being able to go back there one day into that building and hug people that you have love and respect for, it's a, it's a really big deal actually because I don't know if we'll ever be able to do that again. It's it's so strange, isn't it? And then I think we, I that, think we will because once everyone's either been immune to it or given the vaccines, then we're back to as we were before. So it's that's it, it's, the vaccine, yes. So we won't we will be back into a culture where we can shake hands and uh, and give everyone hugs. 
but we've got to get past that point. And we want have. To... We've got to get past it, haven't we? Yeah. We've got to get past it. And then, what if you're, I don't know, anybody, I was going to say young people, but, you know, it, it relates to anybody of any age. So, so, you know, you're in the early days of falling for somebody. You mm. can't, <laughs> you can't. You've got to be so careful, haven't you? It's yeah, really you do. Yeah, difficult. It will. It will be a, a, a testing time for a lot of separated um, people who are going through the early stages of the, uh, relationships. Yeah. But then yeah. they they can all discover what it was like when you know we were young and we had to use pen pals <laughs> and and write and write letters and stuff. <laughs> yes, yes. I I I had an army relationship. I know what you mean. <laughs> But at least you then, I think you get to know people better through uh, writing to them. Yes, you do. And, and distance and time apart isn't a big deal, is it? Yeah. You, you become more independent whilst being able to be together as well, which is also a good thing, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, we have our regular section is what would Doris do? I believe she has <laughs> some, some information for us. Yes, she does. Thank you, David. Doris says, please remember that because we've had a bank holiday, bins will be emptied a day later than they usually are. Oh, and yes. they will be back to normal the following week. Yes. And she says, if you're in Wimblington, don't worry because she'll remember, uh, remind everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and that will work quite nicely with the next show on Wednesday. Yes, it will, won't it? Because yeah. we'll actually catch them for the following day. <laughs> Oh, and I asked her a question oh, yes. this week. Yeah. I, I asked Doris, what can I do about my bad back? And she said, you have to rest. Good. That's what she said. Good well, advice. Well, that's a difficult thing. Isn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> yes, it is. It's, I can imagine it is difficult. But yeah, you have to listen to, uh, listen to advice and take it. And now's a good time to, uh, to rest up and, and take things easy. Yes, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I just feel really guilty about my huge to-do list. <laughs> yes, I, a lot of stuff can be ignored. Uh, but I, I'm finding sleep is difficult. Are you? Yeah. It's, oh, it, that's interesting. I think, And apparently a lot of people are, are suffering from that as well. I do see online people say they're up in the middle of the night and what have you. Yeah. I I have never had an issue with sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I am really fortunate. Well, that's good. That's at least you're you're sleeping through. I mean, yeah, most I'm, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Can I be jealous? What time are you waking up, David? Um, I'm waking up about half eight. Are you? But I and don't, and it 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 differs when I go to sleep. So it could be anywhere between. 12 and 4 o'clock in the morning. Wow. So you're going to bed in the middle of the night. Yeah. Literally, aren't you? Yeah. A um, couple of hours sleep almost. Yeah, but I'm forcing myself to get up at the same time. That's good to stick to a routine. You might be tired, but you'll eventually, you'll even out, won't you? Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if anybody else is uh, suffering as well, if they're having issues with... Um, sleeping problems as well yeah. so let's see, see how wide this is uh, we're not going to do an interview today we haven't got one lined up um, 
we had a brilliant one from Andrew Callahan and Maddie on yes, Friday, Maddie. Yes. which has gone down well. If you if you haven't heard that, go and or if you haven't seen it, go and watch. And they're giving advice on how to do some outdoor cooking and fire lighting and and safety and and how to use household equipment to uh, to have barbecues. Um, something just other than barbecue coals. Yeah, have a have a watch. And it was nicely timed as well because it was a, a good weekend for barbecues. It was, wasn't it? The weather was great. It was. Just a shame that we're in this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we we will let you know when we have our next uh, interview lined up. So the next bit is life with lockdown. I watched a film yesterday. What did you watch? I watched Contagion. Okay. From right. 2011, I believe. Yeah. I think it was sort of inspired by um, SARS and avian uh, bird flu and and looked at how that affected, or uh, if you had a, a pandemic, how that affected the world and uh, how people would react. And a lot of it was pretty spot on. The technical side of it was, was quite interesting. It was, it we kind of matching what's happening with um covid and matching it with the contagion film the majority of it to start with was fairly um paralleled mm. and they actually traced uh the 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 contagion in the film was traced back to a bat and they have obviously right. in, the, in this one they've they've found it in a lot of bats in um I think they found six strains of of coronavirus within bats, so it, it, that's that's an interesting parallel. But what I found was interesting is where the film actually diverted from reality, because they were very much, oh, we can't tell the public because there'll be mass panic, and we shouldn't tell the public, and we shouldn't give them all the information. And oh. I think that's where the difference differs, is that they didn't tell people and then they had mass riots and lawlessness within the um, communities. Whereas we've not had that to the same degree. No. We, there have been incidences where there have been looting and some minor, um, minor uh, criminal damage. But on the whole... The whole planet has gone into lockdown and they've all gone, yeah, okay. You know, it's been a very sort of um, well, nonchalant, but just sort of agreeable. You know, they've seen the issue. Yeah. It's happened. They've been given the information and the governments have said, bar a couple, they've all said, self-isolate and this is what we want you to do. Here's the guidelines. Yeah. And pretty much everyone has done so. There are a few exceptions, but we're talking about 260-odd countries. So, But with a film, that's where it differs. And people were just... Issues. And obviously they took a lot of American issues because the American um, health service runs in a different system. It, it's yeah. more of a business. You know, we, we have a, a national system, which is, say, free, but it's, we pay for it, but it's a free service that we pay for and anyone can use it 
So it has a different level of priorities. It works in a different way. In America, the hospitals are funded differently. They, they are businesses. So you can see how there is a big difference and how it's been dealt with. But yeah, it, it was very different how the outcome was. But it was interesting how that they gave the the vaccinations. They chose to do the vaccinations by date of birth, by a lottery system. Because obviously you have 300 million people. You're not mm. going to have 300 million vaccines all produced on the same in one go. And I can imagine that in some respects it's going to happen here as well. We're going to have to have 70 million. You know, it's not something unless they can produce 70 million and stockpile it and then give them to everyone in one go. How do they go about it? And they basically, they just had a, a lottery system where they had loads of balls with dates on it and then they just issued and they just said all those with this birthday the 1st of March just say so everyone with a f birthday of the 1st of March um, you know that was the ball that was picked and then they would all come in on day one day two would be the 17th of August day three would all those people who were born on the 1st of December you know so it, it was like that so they would then be and it would happen over 300 days 365 days until everyone was immune so yeah it's, it's i maybe for a country that big that would be the way you would have to do it i think you'd probably get through it a lot faster in the uk but it will be interesting to see how they would actually go through a, a national um, vaccination program yeah it is interesting i suppose once you, if you've actually had it then you wouldn't necessarily need to get it so you could eliminate a lot of people to start with Aren't they saying that um, by having it, you're not automatically immune to getting it again? It depends on if it's this. Well, yeah, there's. It depends on if it's mutated or not. Right. Okay. But there are cases in South Korea where people are saying that they are getting it for the second time, and I don't know how true that is. And yeah. it may it may be the case where it it has. Because normally a flu, you if you get it again, it's because it's mutated slightly, because it changes every year. So you always get the previous year's vaccine. You never get the yeah. current vaccine. So you can have the vaccine, but still get the flu. But the idea is that at least it's given you some immunity towards it. I believe yeah. that's that, I think that's my understanding of, of, of how it works. So at least you've got some kind of immunity within, but it's not necessarily... So it helps protect but it doesn't stop you from getting it. Um, so yeah. what we need is someone who's actually got a, a, a medical background to come on and tell us. That would be fantastic. <laughs> and they can tell be. us that we're all talking rubbish. But, <laughs> but yeah, well, this is the thing. We do know some things, but we don't know everything because yeah. nobody knows everything about it, do they? No, and that's the thing. It, it is so new. You know, they're still trying to get their heads around of what's actually happening. I mean, they're doing st surveys now where they're finding that the that when you sneeze, your the virus is actually traveling further than what they That's first. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> and what they're saying is like, if you're running, don't run behind someone within two meters, because if they cough, you are going to run straight into their cloud. Oh, of course, you would. So if you're running, yeah. you have to have a bigger separation distance. 
or don't run directly behind someone. So there's lots of things that we're still only just developing and learning as it's going on because they've got no models. They don't know how it how it spreads. They've got ideas and historical data, but they're finding new ways to identify um, and track. And that leads me on to another one. They're talking about um, using mobile phones to track people around the world, um, their interactions. So I've got my phone, you've got your phone, and if we were to come in proximity, it would then notify. So if one of us had it, it would then notify you to say, you've come in contact recently with someone who has. Um, I Yes, I saw that. I saw that. That's really interesting technology, isn't it? It is. And it's, yeah, it's something that all the, the telephone networks are all talking about. But I believe it's still a system where you'd have to opt in as well. Yes. You know, they can only offer it, but for legal reasons, you, you have to opt into it. You can't just automatically just track you. So it depends yes. on if you want to stay safe. <laughs> yes, give me it. I'll sign up. <laughs> <laughs> I believe there's a correction we need to give to the listeners as well about the um, referring back to the food bank in Chatteris yes. on, that we made last week. I think it was Wednesday, I believe. Yes. Have you got... Um, we mentioned that it was the the BP garage. It's it's no longer the BP garage. Um, just just to, for your information, that if you are um, wanting to give food to the food bank, it's the the Apple garages, and it's the the Apple garage opposite the chip shops, Rumbles and Petrus that are taking yes. taking the uh, the collections. It's good that they are as well. It is good that they're still going on because it was the the churches were collecting them. And obviously yeah. they've had to close, so that they're looking for other places. Um, pet food. Um, we talked about pet food being delivered by Ravenswood. They were doing deliveries. Yes, the um, Paw Patrol. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, we've got another one to add to that, and that's the uh, Pet Pantry in Chatteris. They're doing a delivery system as well for for pets. Uh, they're, go, they're going out so if you put in the orders with them they'll they'll deliver it to you as well so they're looking after their their, their canine and feline and other other animals <laughs> they're they're delivering their food and, and equipment as well that's good so if there's anyone else out there that uh, has a, a business that they're delivering um which they've had to change and they're delivering products to their customers then let us know we can add you to the list should we do a shout out to some of our listeners yes Yes, please. That sounds good. Um, one of the, the joys of having stats is that okay. we can see where people are actually listening from. And we are getting quite a few people in in the, the south of, of uh, the Fens. Are we? Um, down sort of Huntingdon, St Ives, um, Ramsey, uh, sort of area as well. So out, out with the sort of the Fens so that's that's interesting not getting as many up, up the the top end of the fence so i think we do need to do some more advertising um with beach yeah. area and, and above yeah but what is noticeable is that we have a regular listener in the state of virginia do we we do so big shout out to our american listener uh, <laughs> hello i don't know who they are <laughs> but they have listened to all the episodes so far so 
Hopefully they'll, they'll listen to this. So, yeah, so that's um, that's fantastic news that people are listening. It's nice that they are um, they are they are listening and regularly listening. And if they want to get in touch and drop us a line and say hello, we will would much appreciate that. Yes, we'd love to know who they are. So that's there. Have you got anything for? Um, I talk going back to animals. Actually, yep. I have got something. The RSPCA Centre at Loch Ben, they've started a virtual Easter egg hunt. It does look like a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> um, please take a look at their Facebook page to see how it works. It's a way of them doing a fundraiser as well, so it's a good idea. Okay. Are they real eggs or is it all completely virtual? <laughs> well, I think they're real eggs and you somehow... I don't know all the detail. I okay. am I am kind of guessing, going out on the limb here, um, but you're somehow taken on a, a trail of the um, RSPCA Centre, which uh, is lovely because their animals are just so gorgeous. You know, David, they're posting every day um, some of their dogs, cats and other animals. Oh, they're just beautiful to look at. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and support you local animal shelters at the moment because they're so much needed a lot of them are a lot of the animal centers are in crisis at the moment because they're they're not getting the charity and they're not getting the the funding from the the public as well so yeah um, two of them are Hamilton Zoo and the the bird sanctuary which is a completely escaped my name outside St Ives Raptor the Raptor Center. that's it now the Raptor yes. Center they've they've called out for help because they're they're suffering from lack of um, financial support really oh well that's good to know so yeah if you Thank if you, you can you can help them okay have you got anything else um no not uh well go on then what, what, I, have what have got, you got? I have got one more thing yes virtual council meetings they've already started oh, yes. yeah Cambridgeshire County Council um, and they are going to very sensibly open them up to press and the public uh, so that uh, press and public can be present whilst the meetings are ongoing. That's great because it keeps things transparent, um, which is what we all want. Uh, obviously, the public will not be able to speak, only the councillors and their officers. Yes. <laughs> But at least then they, they, they're not being held behind closed doors. At least then people can watch and, and just see what's going on. Yeah, I think it's great. It's, it's really, really good, actually, isn't it? Oh, there is one more thing. Um, yeah. uh, central government are wiping off over £600 million worth of NHS debt nationally, which we knew about. Yeah. Um, and local health trusts uh, will benefit from this action. I'm not sure which ones, and I'm not sure by how much, but that is very good news indeed. That is excellent news. Uh, yeah. It's good to see that it is actually happening, and it wasn't just a just a false prom promise. So at least that that is good news for the hospitals, where they don't have to worry about paying a lot of the bills. I think a lot of them was from the actual development of of new buildings. Um, yeah, some some what emergencies. PFI, it was called, wasn't it? Yeah. Something like that. A lot of amalgamations between different trusts. Yes. 
so they ended up with lots of construction bills mm. so that, that's good that at least then the money that they're getting is all going towards the right places and not for paying off interest rates and, and bills and things that's that's excellent mm. um something that we're going to do well something i'm going to bring up in a in a couple, few episodes is tv listeners oh right because the the first lot of um because it always takes time to collate everything the um the tv schedules the tv listings viewing figures have basically started coming out from the time of the lockdown so it'll be interesting but on the first day of lockdown the i think it was the government announcement of the lockdown was the biggest shown watched program on tv and during and during that first week the news was pretty much higher than all the soaps of course it would be that's brilliant actually though isn't it because people were paying attention yeah because normally they're, they're they're quite low down yeah um in comparison with like eastenders and uh, coronation <laughs> street so the fact that they were actually on a par within a a million or so um with with all the, the the soaps and things that's it's interesting so it will also be interesting to see how as the lockdown has gone on how the viewing figures have actually gone up and what people are actually watching so i'll i'll do some digging uh maybe over the next week or so and, and put something together on that yeah that maybe, sounds good maybe some some stats some uh, different graphs <laughs> um and something that I want to look at is um, ecology. Ah, oh, love ecology. Yes. Basically, how things have changed as a result of lockdown. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've already seen the the, the, the funny stories about the um, the goats in Landidno, where because there's nothing to stop them, they've actually come down into the town and they're just running running right around the, the town centre. But that's something just to think about how um, nature takes back when no one is there. Mm. So it will be interesting to see sort of how, um, yeah, things, plants, light, uh, animals, birds become or change as a result of um, the lack of people moving around the lack of disturbance the lack of uh, pollution the lack of cars and lorries and planes so yeah that would be interesting to see how the sort of the long-term effect how that has an impact on 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 the local ecology actually considering we live in the countryside already it is amazing how how wildlife is more visible and you can hear them can't you you can hear animals you mm. can see them um i'm getting mesmerized i actually had a little mouse run on my decking it stopped halfway because it saw me looking at it <laughs> <laughs> it's a little noise went oh! <laughs> and ran back again but i haven't seen that for ages you know when you use your garden quite a lot you don't really see that kind of thing do you i think also people are having time to actually stop and look yes 
you know, there's a lot of window staring so people are looking at what's going on so they, they're spotting things that they wouldn't normally see because they're they're in the house at times that they wouldn't normally be so you know if you're only there in the mornings or evenings you're not going to see what's happening during the day no. so but because there's very little else to do a lot of people are now looking out the windows as a form of entertainment and just such a sat of interest you know even if you haven't make the point of actually just sitting and watching the garden for um an hour or so and just seeing what comes and goes i love listening to birds in the morning i always have done and i've always wondered what are they saying to each other because <laughs> <laughs> They're probably saying, look at that mad woman looking at us. <laughs> well, haven't you noticed there's been a drop in cars? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, look at the speed on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, I'm not just talking back, going back to talking about um, sleep. That's the one thing I don't like to hear. And that's the, uh, the dawn chorus. Because yeah. that usually means that I'm still awake and haven't gone to sleep. <laughs> That must be really, really frustrating for you. It, it can be. I think it goes in cycles. Yeah. It's just something that always happens. It's it's just part of me. It just happens every so often. I think it tends to sort of happen in spring more than others. Does it? Yeah. I think with obviously the shift in the clocks and the, um, the change in the daylight. Oh. I think it's it just has a has an impact on on the body clock. So I don't know why. That's, um, but yeah, that's uh, so. Yeah, the um, it will be interesting to see what sort of changes happen to um, the gardens and, and animal routines as well. It and will be, won't it? Yeah. Mm. Cool. Well, I think that's all from us today. Yes. Uh, have you got any last words? Um, just please adhere to the lockdown rules and don't make the police have to issue you with any tickets do the right thing think of everybody around you it's it's the good thing to do it is yes and i'm sure mm. that there's also the, the the probability that you would end up being named and shamed and you don't really want to be on the front cover of the the local papers for, no, for definitely not so yeah follow the advice do what you're told stay home keep washing your hands keep well if you've got masks and things if you if you want to wear them use them they're not a they're not a pre complete preventative system but it, it it is a help um so but yeah listen to the advice stay home stay safe keep washing your hands and that's it from us yes that's uh, a goodbye from me goodbye from me goodbye